Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Thursday, April 8th. As we wrote last year in Automotive News, Barry Engel's exit from General Motors raised a couple of questions about the industry veteran's next move in automotive. It turns out Engel, who left the automaker last summer after 15 months at the helm of its North American operations, is now CEO of Quell Acquisition Corp., a special-purpose acquisition company he recently co-founded. At the time, Engel said Quell, which is a publicly traded company based in San Francisco, was searching for potential merger targets in the next generation mobility and sustainable industrial transportation sectors. One of those targets came into focus last week when it was announced that Quell was taking German electric aircraft startup Lilium public through a reverse merger. The deal will list Lilium on the NASDAQ and values the combined company at approximately $3.3 billion. Quell is making a high-stakes bet that Lilium will succeed in the business of small electric aircrafts. The startup intends to get its planned seven-seat vertical takeoff and landing craft completed and ready to launch commercial passenger service in 2024. Later, with additional funding, the Munich-based company plans to build a 16-seat model to move passengers across congested cities at rates competitive with high-speed rail. Lilium plans to offer the service at $2.20 a mile. In the United States, the startup plans a network in Florida with as many as 14 Vertiport development sites confirmed. The concept is much like train stations in that passengers are taken from city center to city center. It's a whole new world for Engel, and it's all about mobility. To talk about SPACs and air mobility, we've reached Barry Engel in California. Barry Engel, it's good to talk to you. How are you? Great, Jason. It's great to be with you again. It is great to be with you. A lot has changed in a year since I talked to you last on this podcast. But let's talk about your your big news. Let tell me a little bit about Quell and um, and what you've been doing. Sure. Well, uh, I left General Motors at the very end of August last year, and uh, immediately raised a stack and uh, pulled together a team of folks similar to myself that uh, has spent lots of years in and around. Uh, transportation and mobility. And our SPAC is, has been and is focused, uh, specifically on next generation mobility and, uh, opportunities in this space. And unlike others, we, we think we bring a certain level of domain expertise. And then, you know, by nature, we're, we're really operators. And what that means is we have this ability to, to actually help a, a team, an entrepreneur, to be able to to not only access the capital markets, but then to to grow and scale their their business, and in the process, we think we can um, add and create real value uh, for everybody. And the vision for the company is one in which you see this this shift away that, well, of course, everyone is has spent most of this year talking about, uh, which is away from internal combustion engine technology. That, tell me what what else the that the company has in its in its sights. Yeah, we, you know, it's interesting. Yes, there is this secular transition away from fossil fuels towards 
uh, towards cleaner alternatives. And, and that's a big theme. And, you know, perhaps that that's the, the more obvious uh, thing that's happening. But we believe that, that underneath that, there are other more nuanced changes that are occurring as well. Because vehicles are not only becoming you know, more electrified, but at the same time, uh, they're also ever more connected and, and ever more intelligent. And so there's all kinds of other technologies that are also making their way onto, onto the vehicle and are part of the story also. Um, you know, th- things like um, uh, advanced telematics, uh, certainly autonomous technologies. Uh, and, and frankly, it's really, it's the entire digitization, if you will, of the vehicle. And once that happens, uh, it not only uh, changes what's happening on the vehicle itself, but it opens up the entire ecosystem around the vehicle. Um, and how you, now all of a sudden, how you buy a vehicle, um, how you take care of it over the course of time, uh, you know, all of these things, how, how you insure it, all become uh, fair game and, and are part of some of the, the really interesting uh, cool changes that are that are sweeping this space. Barry, give me your, your view on where the traditional automakers are relative to what you just described. Obviously, you, you just came out of that, but I, I think your purview is a little different now. What's what's your view on, on the preparedness? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Um, it's easy for for folks to to suggest that somehow the you know the OEMs you know aren't as quick or as nimble as they need to be and aren't seeing this stuff and it's just it couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, you know, there's a lot of really smart, bright people that are inside the, the OEMs that are in fact you know very aware of everything that we're talking about and in fact you know in their own way are, are at the absolute forefront of this. Um, I do believe though that. The, the most successful efforts are going to be a, a combination of, uh, of these OEs with all of the, you know, the benefits and the strengths and the resources that they bring, um, working in, in partnership with some of these other uh, more, more entrepreneurial, smaller uh, organizations that do, in fact, have you know, really cool breakthrough technologies. Uh, that you know may not be inside the, the OEMs today, uh, but in fact, when the when the two come together and collaborate, you know that's when really interesting things can happen. So let's talk about your news that was announced last week. Tell me a little bit about the electric aircraft space. Yeah, so so we did announce last week uh, that uh, that we had uh, agreed to a merger with a company called Lilium, and Lilium. Uh, is is a really exciting uh, growth company, uh, young growth tech company based in Munich, Germany. And what they've developed is a, a technology and a, a product, which is an electric vertical takeoff and landing aircraft. Uh, and we also, last week, in, in addition to the, the announcement about the merger between our SPAC and the company, we also simultaneously announced um, a seven-seat Lilium jet, which has actually been in development for the last several years in stealth mode. And uh, this is just a, a, a really exciting aircraft uh, that, that carries seven people, uh, has a cruise speed of 175 miles per hour, um, has, a, has a range of 150 miles roughly, 
Um, and uh, because it's electric, it is extremely quiet and, uh, and, and very safe uh, because of the redundancy of, of the uh, – has 36 electric motors that are, that are on the aircraft. And uh, just a really exciting product. Uh, it's a highly engineered product. I mean, a lot of times people talk about flying cars uh, or air taxis, if you will. And uh, it, it really, it doesn't do justice to what this product is. It is a highly engineered aircraft. Uh, the, in terms of the form, form factor, the easiest way to think about it is, is essentially it's a business jet. And it happens to take off and land vertically, which, of course, enables much greater access. You can now take off right from the center of one city and travel regionally to, to the center of another city. Don't need to drive outside of town to the airport. And uh, we believe that uh, it's, it's a very interesting technology that will allow people to travel in a you know, uh, sustainable, low-cost way uh, this very high speed. And uh, with this product, we can build out regional air networks. We'll hear more from Barry Engel after this message. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. You said that you looked at over 100 companies in your interview with Bloomberg. What you said is that you see this as a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that will be at the forefront of a whole new industry. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, from our research, uh, what we can see is that this idea of, of what's called eVTOL was something that was much closer than, than certainly I understood or, or realized. And when you think about what it enables, it, the, the TAM or the, you know, the, the addressable market of this opportunity it's, it's huge. And exactly how big it is, nobody's really sure. You know, I've heard some estimates that, that put it as large as, you know, the entire automotive industry, uh, you know, as we know it today, which is pretty ambitious. Um, but needless to say, you know, even if it's a fraction of that, this is a really, really big opportunity. And the company Lillian that we're talking about 
uh, does have a differentiated technology. It has this electric, electric ducted fan uh, propulsion system, which is proprietary, uh, which has a whole bunch of, of, of unique benefits that come with it, not the least of which is that it's scalable. And it allows you on a given footprint, namely that of a heliport, it allows you to scale up. And this initial production aircraft, as I've described, is a seven-seater. Um, but there's also uh, plans to, to do a 16-seater. And um, you, know, you can imagine in terms of the unit economics, uh, this gets really interesting. And because of this differentiated approach, differentiated technology, what it enables uh, you know, we do see this company uh, being at the absolute forefront of this really exciting new new industry, and it's just it's not very often that that you see an opportunity to create a market that large, and then find a technology and a company that has the opportunity to differentiate itself and you know be one of the leaders. And so we, we're just we're super excited, as you rightly indicated. You know, we considered at some level 100 plus different opportunities across a, a wide range of, of different sectors within transportation. And this is the one that we were the most excited about. We just, we saw it being the most disruptive and uh, having potentially the, you know, the biggest impact on, on the industry and, and society broadly. And for those who didn't know, the aircraft will come off the production line in 2022, which is, by the way, just next year, followed by a few months of ground testing and then take flight in 2023 before type certification in mid-2024. If it succeeds, uh, if the technology is everything that you've seen, there just has to be enormous potential to rethink mobility. And something that's been talked about, gosh, I, I go back to probably uh, a few Frankfurt auto shows ago uh, where a similar technology was being um, uh, circulated uh, around the show. It's going gonna, it's gonna to change our approach to travel in general, isn't it, Barry? Absolutely. And if, if you think about it, um, the, the real competition for, for this aircraft is long, boring car rides. And the, the opportunity here is to, to enable people to get from one place to another much more quickly and do so in a, you know, in a safe, uh, sustainable way. And as you do that, as you rightly suggest, it opens up all kinds of new and interesting possibilities. Because now, now you're, you can actually live outside, further even outside the city than you know you might have in the past. And now your commute is much more easy. And admittedly, in, in today's environment, maybe you don't commute every day. But when you do commute uh, into the office, uh, you know, it, it now opens up the ability to, to live in places that you might not have lived previously. Uh, it opens up the possibility of, you know, if you want to go into the city for, uh, for dinner or show, uh, you know, maybe you can do that now with, with greater frequency than you might have in the past. It's just easy. It's easier. It's more convenient, et cetera. And so it, it really does open up all kinds of new and additional possibilities for, for how people live and, and work and, and entertain themselves. I want to go back to something that you said earlier about sifting through the uh, the, the various um, ideas that are put in front of you. Do you see a significant change happening in the automotive space? Let's go to more traditional automotive-related uh, firms that are in front of you. What's the trend? Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I believe that 
as we all collectively look back on this this period. And, and what I'm referring to is the fact that um, you have the, these stacks that are enabling access to capital to, for lots of young growth companies with interesting technology. And when we look back on this some number of years from now, I believe that people will will see this as a period of incredible innovation and creativity. And I believe that that there will be spawned out of this all kinds of great companies that with that access to capital, you know, will be able to grow and scale and and really do uh, you know important work. And uh, you know, as is always the case. Uh, you know, not all these companies or all these technologies will make it, but I do believe that, that there will be quite a few that go on to become, you know, the, the giants of, of the industry. And um, it's, it's, just, it's a really exciting, interesting time. And, um, you know, to be part of it for all of us that participate in the industry is, is really exciting. And as, as I said earlier, you know, there's a role here for everybody, including you know, some of the legacy players. Uh, who have the ability to, to help drive some of these technologies as well. We will look with great interest as you continue to uh, invest and be part of some very exciting startups and some new technology. Barry Engel, it's been a pleasure to be with you again. Jason, thanks so much. It's always great to be with you and uh, appreciate the opportunity. We reached Barry Engel in California, and that's Daily Drive for Thursday, April 8th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com, and for a library of nearly 300 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Friday. <laughs>